Your Psych Wrestling Podcast on the one and only 411 Podcast Network. You are listening to the 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast. It is a one-on-one match this week. Steve, how you doing? Ding, ding, ding. Here we go. Ding, doing ding, well, ding. doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing well also. Uh, the weather's kind of picked up here in you Wisconsin. Know, it's it's not as horrible, uh, aside from you know, the molly whopping we got of storms last weekend. Yeah, it's starting to feel like July. It's starting to feel like summer. And, and a pleasant, well, I mean, it's always felt like summer the last couple of weeks, but now it's actually like a summer that you can bear. You that cannot, is true. Yeah. I just uh, retweeted something on Twitter. I don't know if you saw that, but it said it was the hottest day of the year, and then it had like a sweat level. It was like yep. hot, blistering, you know, all this sweating <laughs> thing. And at the way bottom was Shane McMahon. And then it just showed a <laughs> picture of him drenched in sweat. Cause That's good. That's that guy good. sweats a lot. He but. does. And it doesn't take much. Like, he, he's sweating before he even hits the ring. Well, if I was in the ring with Roman Reigns, I'd be sweating too. A good point. Good or point. Taking yeah, stunners. And, yeah. All right. So we got a bunch of things to talk about this week. We got some AEW TNT news that we kind of knew was coming. We got October a little. October 2nd. October 2nd. We got a little uh, Raw reunion from Monday night. How interesting that was. I actually tuned in for the whole show, and wow. I even I even put the internet down. Whoa. <laughs> First time for everything. I like to follow along with some of like the, the more uh, funny Twitter pages as they live tweet that stuff, so it's it's quite funny uh, so, you know, as they make jokes while the show is going on. Yes, that's, that is funny. And then we got a little talk about some WWE Network uh, free tiers, VIP, however you pronounce it. Is it tiers, tires? Tiers. That is tiers, as in levels. I usually uh, have lots of tiers while watching Raw, but not this week. Not this week. (laughs) What a dude, what a groaner. Starting him off early. Starting him off early. And then uh, actually a little uh, CM Punk interview he gave. So we we will be talking about that, a couple of interesting quotes. And then. uh, Very definite about his position. I think he made that clear in the ESPN title. The article also made that very clear. Right. But, uh, you know, in the kayfabe world, you never know. You never know. And then also a Twitter question, which I may or may not forget for the second week in a row. You never know. So We'll try to remind you. We'll, we'll try. So we're going to kick it off here with uh, John Cena coming da, out on Raw. We talked about this last week. The rumor was him and Rock would not be there, but right. uh, I had an inkling Cena would be there. It's yeah. in Tampa. As as the week progressed, uh, it actually they came out with it and said, "Yeah, okay, he's gonna be here." <laughs> <laughs> I like all how right. uh, you got us. <laughs> all right, fine, he'll be here. I like how uh, the story was. He did a segment left right after. <laughs> I read that. I was. I mean, you think about it, the dude's busy. I mean, it, yeah, he's he, back to London he's for back to London. He's got. He probably had to catch a flight, but just did this one. He's probably on vacation. From shooting some movie, and they were just like, "Can you please, please yeah. need you, Mister Cena?" He, he does live in Tampa, so I'm not sure if it's a vacation, but well, I mean, he no, he was taking a break from filming, oh, right, 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 back yeah. home for a little bit, like the rare chance that he's ever home, putting his feet up, and then the phone right, rings. and then like, "Can you please come back, <laughs> please? We need someone to mention the Usos DUI." <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, again, wow. it's almost like foretelling, like. Yeah, a lot of foresight on that one. The, oh, the thing with the you know the WWE always comments and says they're yeah. responsible for that, and and they it's are true. It's true. I don't care what line of work you you make your own decisions at the end of the day. I'm sorry, right? But at some point, do they you, need to suspend them? Do they need to kind of step in and be like, we're gonna not send them to rehab well, necessarily, but they have right. to do something? Because last time he got busted, days later they won the tag titles, right? Um, I know that from a legal standpoint, they can't actually come out and tell you what to do. Um, so they, as people could be like, dude, 
you got an issue? <laughs> I think in the wellness, I think after, after your second strike, you're either sent to rehab or released. And I think that's yeah. what uh, Yuma, uh, Umaga, Umaga, however you pronounce I think didn't Regal always say Umanga? Yeah, yeah. Umaga. <laughs> Umaga. Umaga. So I think at that point they do. But again, these aren't, I guess, wellness suspensions or anything. Right. I mean, technically alcohol is, is a legal substance. If you're of age, check your local listings. Oh, boy. Um, so he is responsible for his own actions. But there, I mean, as a huge human being you'd have to think that somebody at some point is going to be like dude you got a problem you know yeah there's n- there's no stigma anymore it's it's a common thing go to aa do your steps and it's in florida where they all live most right. of the guys live there and i think it's the second one this year and then even i think a few years ago there's a- and that's mandatory jail time if i'm not mistaken i mean i'm sure he'll avoid the jail time but at some point it just feels like something has to be done because what's next a fourth arrest well, I mean, <laughs> there now you have to understand where we come from. <laughs> there have been people here that have been charged with 10 OWIs oh and are still driving on the road. So, I mean, it, it's kind of a hard gauge for us. Why are you looking at me like that? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean. I don't, I don't have a twin brother. <laughs> well. I certainly don't. Well, maybe. Anyways. So back to the opening segment. What did you think of it when Rikishi came out? They tried to dance. They tried to rap. They made fun of Cena for his leaving for Hollywood. Right. Obviously, the DUI remark Cena came back with. And it kind of led to nothing with, uh, you know, Cena not really doing anything. Well, from what I heard, a lot of the legends couldn't be medically cleared. So there was really no chance we could see a stink face or, you know, a Gerald Briscoe bulldog or a Pat Patterson wind up or, you know, something like that. Does that explain why Brock Lesnar does nothing physical? Well, I mean, you know. Maybe he's not cleared. Maybe he's not cleared because... Never mind. He can hop um, around. Oh. <laughs> next. Uh, next. So, I, you know, what kind of got me, though, is I was really hoping that they were going to use the other Rikishi theme. The, yes. With the... Yes, too cool. Yeah, the too cool theme. That had, I don't know. For me, that one has more of a groove and like a bounce to it. That I was really hoping to get the 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 dance thing going on. Yeah, the, they used the to music do. they used was Scotty Two Hotties during his solo run. Right, right. Sure. And then like Rikishi kind of absorbed that when I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know if you read my four one one mania dot com column review of this, but I even. I even wrote, uh, you know, where was the music? Where was the music? Like, come on. that you was. I, I wrote in the good, bad, and the ugly, and that was one of the bad. It was like, come on, if you're going to do that, you got to. Got to do it. I mean, that's if, if he can't do the stink face, he's got to do the dance, one or the other. I yeah. Mean, and that should he, be contractual. Yeah. <laughs> in writing, you're right. doing it. And if he can't be cleared to do a stink face, he's, uh, you know, I don't uh, know. Maybe they just didn't want to see the doctor. <laughs> you know, I don't know. They didn't. But from what I heard, like a lot of those, like the whole reason why Pat Patterson's title win was so horrible looking. <laughs> I mean, Ted DiBiase wasn't even pinned on camera. Well, he was in the limo. and <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just so, come out new champ. Okay. Maybe they just were like, I'm showing up, but I ain't doing anything. Yeah. yeah, well, I'm not doing anything. So, yeah. all right. So that led to nothing. It was the Usos then versus the Revival. What'd you think of this with Devon at ringside for some uh, reason? It was interesting to see Devon um, away from his, you know, brother. Oh my, testify. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you also kind of knew that he wasn't. I mean, they're not going to lead up to anything because Devon really ain't much without Bubba. Sorry, I hate to say it, but the Dudleys are the Dudleys as a team. To me. That is the cold hard truth, unfortunately. Booker T was on commentary. I didn't think really added anything. Before they went to commercial, though. Yeah, I've, but could you dig it? 
Saka? I, I can dig it. I was thinking that um, this was kind of pointless, but I understand they wanted to just show Hulk Hogan was there. But him and Jimmy Hart were standing in the... Did you see this? I did. And I have to say, I I hate using the term, but I marked out because I saw Jimmy Hart and yeah. I was all of a sudden excited because I, I was thinking Hart Foundation, Nasty Boys, all that stuff. Just like I could picture Jimmy with the microphone and megaphone thing. He's just going wild. Yeah, I'm not sure that guy ages either. He really doesn't. I mean, that guy just looks fantastic. Yeah, he's still got great hair. I'm jealous. But it's Jimmy Hart, baby. <laughs> I think they just showed him to kind of like keep the audience tuned in. But yeah. I mean, Hogan was threatening to like beat up, you know, whoever like Angle and who do you want me to go after, Flair and all this stuff, and <laughs> seemed kind of pointless to me, but I understand it. All right, so then we have some more uh, Santino, Morella, Tori Wilson, Alicia yeah. Fox, Caitlin, Dana we got Brooke, to see the Cobra. Yes, Santina Morella was even mentioned. She was mentioned, right? She was mentioned. She's no homesick. And unfortunately, the stud Drew McIntyre was having none of this and just kind of walked right past. <laughs> the he didn't stud. care. For, he didn't care for any of these people. Oh boy. Unfortunate, but yeah, yeah, didn't really do much. I, I mean, if I recall, the last time he and Santino were in the ring together, it probably didn't end well for Santino. (laughs) Does anything ever end well for Santino? The Cobra. Oh, the Cobra. I mean, the Cobra was nice to see. All right. Well, I was happy always to see Kate Lynch. I thought she did great. Yeah, that was that was very cool. May Young Classic, little comeback story last year. Tori Wilson was one of the uh, surprise people that were going to be there, but. She didn't do much of anything either. I'm right. not sure why Alicia Fox was announced as one of the legends returning. Yeah, that was kind of odd. I mean, I mean, we love her, but no. I, I saw a comedian tweet, and Alicia Fox is here to remind you that Arn Anderson is not. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's a little busy right now, becoming elite, I Thank think. Thank you, WWE Creative Humor. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got the first of many 24-7 title changes. So Drake wins, and he's all excited yep. about, uh, you know, consummating And the it looked like Renee helped him, even. Yes. Like she's getting on board with the thing. I, I don't know if that's slowly where this is leading, or is she going to turn on him to win? I don't know. I'm kind of curious. I'm loving it either way. I mean, this, this 24-7 thing turned out to actually be kind of a little gem. Um, kind yeah. Of- I remember it was supposed to be only the third hour. Of, right, uh, right. <laughs> now we have eight title changes in with, one With the night. dim lights that lasted a week. Oh, uh, it was beautiful. It was beautiful, but um, all right. They I'm, really made, they, they did well with it with the Legends this year, this this time around. With this yeah, we'll episode. get to all that, but I thought that that may have, like, it, it seemed like while writing the show, they probably spent more time on that than anything else. It did seem like that, didn't it? It, it definitely did. Um, um, next we had uh, the stud Drew McIntyre completely decimated Cedric. Alexander. We talked about this last week. Yeah, he was going to get one back. He was going to get it right back. It wasn't even, I don't even think it was a match, was it? Did they... No, they, he didn't let him. Uh, basically, we just, he doesn't like the music even. You know, everything <laughs> about Cedric must aggravate him. Must, must end. <laughs> well, the good news is after that, we did get a, another new 24 7 champion. Whoop. The, the boogeyman apparently was placing worms around the locker room and put him in Drake's <laughs> suitcase so he couldn't leave. He freaked out, and Pat Patterson is the is new the 24-7 new, champ. How about that? <laughs> I, mean, I would never guess that at all. Yeah, you know, I didn't, uh, but once you saw him, 
I kind of was like, I could see it. I mean, he did win the hardcore title once or twice or something. Yes, he did. I and, think uh, everybody did back then. And I, <laughs> he did. I think even Terry won it. Or yeah. One of the Godfather's hoes. Yes. And uh, yes. Raven won it about forty times, I think. <laughs> but yeah, I even wrote in the column. I said, "Is Gerald Briscoe next to relive their epic King of the Ring 2000 feud? They had a uh, evening gown match." Yes, I remember that. Yes, I sadly remember that. You know the Attitude Era people, right? That, that you know, everyone evening wanted. gowns. Yes. And uh, Pat Patterson and Gerald, Gerald Briscoe. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. Great writing there. But, Stooges. And Russo was gone, folks, so don't blame him <laughs> on that one. So up next, we had the Viking Raiders versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. Kind yeah, of a this, nothing match. This was sad. <laughs> to me, the highlight was Christian came up for commentary. Yep, yep. It was good to hear that music again, too. <laughs> and Lillian Garcia. Lillian Garcia. Who I'm not even sure announced the winners. After. No, I think she uh, kind of forgot. <laughs> she may have forgot, but I've told this story before, but um, a lot of time when WWE comes to Wisconsin, yep. it's during winter months. Right. And I've told this story before, so it's nothing new, but I'll just tell it again for Lillian. But uh, I think it was two or three times in a row. This was, you know, years and years ago, probably over 10, 15 years ago, whatever it was. And everybody immediately darted to either to their bus, to their car, you know, right, get right. out of Dodge. Everybody leaves. Snowstorm, yeah. it's below zero. Of course. And out comes Lillian. I think it was two or three times in a row in whatever mini skirt dress she's wearing. Oh, my. Came over by everyone after the show, 10, 11 o'clock, and signed autographs for Aww. everyone. Super nice, and it was great. So those those story, I love those stories. Where so anytime I can say that story, I will say that was absolutely awesome of her. Awesome, Lillian Garcia, stand up gal, right there. Stand up gal, and even if she doesn't announce the winners, we don't really care. <laughs> we don't way. mind. It was just a pleasure to see her. It's Viking Raiders versus Zack Ryder and <laughs> yeah, Kurt Hawkins. We all kind of already knew the winner. She uh, didn't have to say it. <laughs> no, no. So uh, up next we had a. Uh, Maria Canellis yelling at Mike Canellis. Uh, again. Big surprise there. And I had some PTSD kick in for this feud. <laughs> Maria's doing great. I think I'm loving it. She wanted him to, like, what, rub oil on her belly or something? Uh, yes. Well, because. To be you a know, model when, or something? No, see, when uh, women get pregnant, they get larger, and sometimes oh. the skin doesn't react as well, so it creates marks. And. Uh, I ha- Stretch marks? Yes. And so if you can moisturize properly, you may have the potential to avoid them. Okay. So she was hoping that she was going to have a modeling career because, you know, oh. you don't want to take pictures with stretch marks. And Didn't she post a picture on her Instagram? Um, You'll have to tell me I'm not on Instagram. I'm not either, but no. I... I'm pretty sure I saw it. But, you know, Cat Williams said it best. If you got stretch marks, it's because you was big and got small, or you was small and got big. Either way, we happy. There you go. Censored for the young ears at home. That's actually a good way to put it. Um, anyways, Mike was just trying to talk to even Eric Bischoff. You know, you know, he was just trying to chill at the party and do nothing. Right. And, and, and came Maria and... And she ruined She ruined everything. it. Ron Simmons, though, was around, uh, you know... Put his one word answer. I love it. it. I, I was freaking out at that point too. <laughs> we love Ron Simmons, and I wrote about this in the column for 11mania.com that I, um, whatever Raw this was years ago, he was, yeah, he, he's just walking around the concession area, and <laughs> got a picture with him, and shook his hand. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, up, uh, up next. One word to resurrect a man's career. <laughs> Former world champ. Yep. Now he's one First word. First ever African-American champion. And, and now, now he gets one word. And that's all he needs, honestly. But, you know, later on, they had a, some commercial. I can't remember what the product was, but 
there he was, and he delivered his one word. It really? Was, it was beautiful. It was a wonderful commercial. I got to Google this. I laughed very hard. I got to look this up, but uh, we got the OC. That is the name they're going for. That's what they're going with, I guess. I think it's what? The original only club? Or the original something? only club that matters. There's a third O in there. It's the original, I don't know, whatever. There's three O's I know for sure, but I can't think of the other one. But yeah. other way, either way, the OC, what do you think of the name? The name's a name. I mean, it, it's kind of, I think it flows, it works well, and it's going to be up to the team to really cement it in our heads as something to be reckoned with. I think that they can do it. They got the talent, they got the tools, and I think the name is just going to be what they use. I think before you know it, we're going to be chanting it like crazy. The OC? Yeah, OC. Oh, can you hear it? I mean, just, they have this epic feud, and they start turning towards, you know, the, the face side of things. And I you could, could see just, them turning yeah. for them, absolutely. All give it, I think give about, it a couple of months, but yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. The uh, the only thing I think of is the old TV show, The OC. Right, I thought about that, too. But then again, I mean, <laughs> it didn't, I didn't follow that show very closely, so it, I mean, I just thought about it real quick, and then I was like, all right, well, let's see where they go. Obviously, they're a club, they're the old Bullet Club, blah, 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 so I mean, they got to work in the club somehow. Yeah, unfortunately, I had an older sister who was obsessed with it, ah. so all I hear is California, <laughs> so I just hear that over and over. They should use right. that as their theme song. But... Actually, uh, my first band was called OC. Oh. It was originally Organized Confusion, and then we found out that that was uh, some, I think, a rap stable back in the early, early 90s after uh, NWA, and so then we just shortened it to OC. Oh, I see. Ah. Uh, so we had... We came up with different names. We said it was optically challenged. It was... Uh, we just... What does OC mean? We just came up with something different every time somebody asked. <laughs> Is that like CM Punk, the CM? Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, we did get the Gerald Briscoe title change. Not too surprising there. I think that was kind of what was going to come. And then all of a sudden, who shows up? Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly. I was never the biggest fan of her, her in-ring work, but it was nice. To, it's always nice to see, you know, legends returned, I suppose. Yeah, and I think I saw this. Um, well, first of all, congrats on being the first women. First ever female champion. I thought it'd be Carmella for sure. Right, you'd think so. I thought that's for sure where this was headed, but maybe Carmella is just a good friend and watches out for our truth We'll see about that. I mean, you know, you never know. But, yeah, I, I honestly didn't I didn't expect them to have, you know, just a one-off woman's first ever i thought that you know like carmela you said would run with it or maybe even uh zelina or you know somebody ah, would come yes. in with it yes zelina we should uh get her back on tv as Absolutely. soon as possible but a uh, little thing I, I saw on twitter again i'm sorry if i don't know the where this originally came from but i think it's kelly kelly is i think it's six or nine months younger than charlotte Really? Because Kelly Kelly was 19, remember, when she came in. So she just seems old. She, I mean, well, she did. I mean, she was always on TV for, you know, like every week she was there and she was a champion a couple of times and all that. So I mean, she just started so young. Right. That's that's crazy. I didn't realize she was that young. Yeah, that hmm. is ridiculous. But up next we had Samoa Joe. Wait, so does that mean Charlotte Flair is old? No, that's or not. I'm just saying Kelly Kelly is just very young. Okay. It seems like <laughs> she's been gone forever. It's kind of like Rhino. Right. I think he's even younger than most people think. Yeah. And it just seems weird sometimes you think of these guys and then, but whatever, before I put my foot in my mouth even uh -oh. more. Samoa Joe came so, out. Yeah. As usual, I wrote in my column, I didn't actually like the uh, material he was given here, whether it was his or not. Yeah. Um, 
I thought it got stale throughout the night and through the, throughout the week. Almost every heel was just saying, you know, screw the legends. This is for current times. And it just it came repetitive. Everyone right. came. The OC ripped on him, too. And I think a heel later on said the same. You know, this is our time. Quit stealing our spotlight. And after the third or fourth time you hear it, it's like, whatever. Right. Know, we get it. And even with the fans going off all about it and the nostalgia and all that crap. But here's the thing, though. It's Samoa Joe, so he made it work. He made it work. I mean, Samoa Joe is a promo master. I think you could give him a, a piece of Swiss cheese and he could cut a killer promo <laughs> on it. I don't like Swiss cheese. Well, uh, and in this case, neither would uh, Samoa Joe. I don't know. He he might like Swiss cheese. I don't know. But either way, um, then came out Roman Reigns, and I thought, oh, all right, SummerSlam. Right, right. I thought that's what we were leading to. And, well, nope, then the bell rang, and Roman Reigns, well, you know. I thought this was building towards perhaps The Rock with all the Samoan talk. Right. Of course not, because I think Rock will be saved for uh, the SmackDown Fox debut. But right. Reigns came out. I'm pretty <clears throat> sure he won in, what, 10 minutes? And then that was yeah, it. well, I mean, they obviously they had to move things along. There was a lot that they had to get through tonight at that particular period. So, I mean, obviously there were some things that were going to get rushed and moved along. But uh, I did like kind of the little Samoan back and forth. Well, you're from the island. You know what happens next. I thought that was a good yeah, line. Yeah, and they, they couldn't have just did the promo segment and moved on and saved the match for summer. I was kind of hoping that was what was going to happen. But they were, you know, they're trying to bump up ratings. And you can't just solely rely on the legends to, you got to have some good solid entertainment too. I, I would have liked to save that you could have not done the 10 minute match figure out something else to do right. for 10 minutes because now here we are two weeks and guess what Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe do not have a match yeah so where are we going folks I don't know where we're going but Reigns is uh second man on the poster for SummerSlam behind Brock Lesnar so <laughs> yeah you know I, I think I remember us saying a couple of weeks ago there's plenty of time there's plenty of time well now we're kind of getting to crunch time so I think uh I think once Shane was kind of moved over to Kevin Owens right Reigns was kind of like well now am I now facing what? the stud again for the 10th time or right or what am I doing here but they had the match, of course, Reigns won, and Samoa Joe lost, whatever. So up next, we had a little bit of SummerSlam build. I know, impossible to believe, Ooh. you know, SummerSlam. We right. actually <laughs> They actually talked about it. They actually <laughs> talked about it. So Miz TV had uh, Rollins come out, and he yeah. pretty much uh, ripped on Paul Heyman. So yeah, little build there, and then Heyman went running when Rollins threatened to come up there and beat but him up. But he's just an advocate. He's just an advocate. He's just an advocate. And then he turned around and, yeah, that looked actually pretty funny. Yeah. So, so up next was kind of <laughs> something that I just mentioned, but, you know, Sami Zayn, here we go, complaining we go. about the legends. Right, same, right. Same heel promo we've heard. And uh, and it didn't stop with Raw, apparently. <laughs> Sent out a tweet that was like, you have me and you're blowing it or something like that. Does it ever end with Raw with Sami Zayn? That's true. So then uh, Kurt Angle and Mysterio, and, of course, you know, that leads to a match in a little bit. But right. Uh, we got more 24-7 title changes. We had Melina, who I guess was training to be a referee. I, yep, I saw that. She just got her license. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't know about that, but either way, Candice Michelle, new 24-7 champ. Milwaukee bread. Yes. How about that? Candice Michelle, she was wearing uh, quite the outfit there, and suddenly Melina is the ref, and you sorry, know, was, Kelly Kelly. As off. this segment went on, I was kind of like, she looks like she's in ring gear. Why is she in ring gear? Is she what just, is she doing? What is she doing? And then, obviously, yeah. second female 24-7 yes. champion. And then immediately the third, because as she was doing her usual dance, which right. she still got it, can chant that when she comes out. Yep. 
Alondra Blaze, she showed up. And, <laughs> what a cameo. And I guess uh, she was the new champ. Yeah, well, I mean, she made it work. She made it work. And I, I kind of saw what was coming as she kind of, you know, walked away. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. They're going to do it, aren't they? They're going to do it again. And, and this is another one of those you mentioned, the, uh, you know, getting cleared. I wonder if, like, none of them could do anything because she right. literally stood there and choked her. And yeah. Out. Yeah. Just basically made her tap out. And, and literally stood there and did nothing. And either way, it was great to see Melina because she was at uh independent show recently I was yep. at. And uh, back in January, during my bold predictions column, I had Melina returning. And there she was. And there she was. So up next, we had. Sammy. So how many is that now? Are you uh, like? Are you like? I've you... run out of points to give myself, oh. so I don't I'm, know. I'm just wondering, has they all have they all come true yet? Or no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> oh yeah, time. we still got time yet. Still got the rock. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, Sammy Zayn versus Rey Mysterio. This was uh, uh, absolutely nothing. It was basically just a setup for Mysterio to win, but. Right. The big story of it was out to help him was Kurt Angle, the Hurricane. Yes. Who obviously is already backstage. Sergeant Slaughter. Yep. And the big surprise that the I had. big surprise. That I had before, but RVD was there. I can't believe when that music hit, I'm like, no. Isn't he under contract? <laughs> yes. That is um, on Twitter, uh, like four or five days ago, I wrote that two people were returning that weren't advertised. Yeah. The girl, I, well, I had one female, one male. The female was Tori Wilson, and okay. the, the male that I thought would be a bigger story was RVD. I thought this was going to be a huge story. I thought yeah. it'd blow up because Impact, obviously, he's one of the right. Main exactly. Guys. I thought this was going to be a big thing. Blah blah blah. Turns out, like nobody really cared. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Like, <laughs> okay, they cool. Impact made jokes called. about it a little bit later. Yeah, okay. They made made a deal, and you know, perhaps that was why Rhino was allowed to appear at Slammiversary ah. days before his contract. If you remember the Christian Ric Flair deal a few years ago, right? So it just ended up kind of being nothing. But I thought, like, I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna like be a story. RVD and. And no, it and really nothing. wasn't. Nope. He came out high as a kite and <laughs> clearly no medical and testing. he just might. It. Well, yeah, I mean, well, that's, there we go. There was also why he couldn't get cleared. Nah, yeah. dude, you, you've already done a frog splash tonight. You're still up there. <laughs> yeah, he's got to come down from the top turnbuckle. But a part of me thinks that when Mysterio did the splash and did the finger pointing, right. a part of me thinks that that was going to be RVD doing the frog splash. And then they're oh, like, you think? maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe Mysterio should just do it right <laughs> either way i thought it was fun another loss for Sami Zayn. you know i was whatever. i was actually really looking forward to this match because uh you know for those of you uh, who know Sami Zayn, he used to be el generico which you know basically a canadian luchador and uh, i was really hoping that we would see some like classic like lucha you know i could i could picture him in the ring being like hey let's do something you know straight up yeah luchador. put these on the kickoff show remember it's in toronto at right i give these guys 25 minutes on the yeah. kickoff show from oh my god that would be crazy it would be fine by me it'd use what if he put the mask back on put the mask back on <laughs> <laughs> loser loses mask or something. right or you know one night only generico comes out i mean what could it hurt you know i mean kevin owens is already getting the spotlight natty uh natty neidhart and natalia whatever she's getting right. the spotlight it's canada so you know, I wouldn't be against another rematch, and yeah, a little pizzazz added on to it. Right. So it makes sense. I think it'd be great. I think it would be great. Up next, we had the Street Profits uh, <laughs> talking about talking about RVD. I drops and Mark Henry had champagne in the bathroom or something. Something like that. There was some celebration going down. <laughs> I don't know what this was all about, but the report today, I think, uh, 
Street Profits aren't going to actually wrestle on Raw. This is more of just kind of to get some NXT names out there. Okay. In case they do get moved to TV oh. in the next few months. Because they do have, uh, they are defending their championships against uh, yes. Undisputed Era at TakeOver. Yeah, Fish and O'Reilly, and uh, I'm pretty sure Roderick Strong is getting... He's going after the North American title. Yeah, and if I remember back in January, they, they've mentioned this a few times, Undisputed Era were having little issues with each other, right. remember? And they said by the end of the year, we're going to have all the gold. Oh, my God. This would be awesome. So I just wonder if that's where it's headed. But, of course, we still got Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. But I guess we can kind of get to that in a little bit. What if Adam Cole loses and he's the only one without gold? Is he really going to be the leader anymore? I don't know. There would definitely be a disputed discussion the, there the era would get disputed it's no longer un <laughs> yeah i like how he said i could be called up uh, in a day or in a few months or i'd be in nxt forever so he was giving no hints about right. anything so yeah everyone that keeps waiting for him to be called up um we had the 24 7 title nonsense continue alondra blaze came out and was yep. gonna pull a medusa and trash the title very close how had the dare can she? and everything well you know she did it 20 years ago might as well do it again that is a coveted respectful title <laughs> can you say that with a straight face really i can't say anything with a straight face yeah good point luckily we were saved by the million dollar man ted DiBiase. i thought this was awesome and he Bought the title. <laughs> yep, just like he did back in 1980-whatever. Yeah, Andre wins it off of Hogan. 88? Who, uh, 88, I think you're right, yep. Uh, who obviously kicked out, but, you know. Uh-oh, um, controversy. He, Hogan kicked out. Sorry, Andre. He kicked, you know, whatever. Anyways, so he gives it to Million Dollar Man, and, you know, Jack Tunney would not have stood for this, I just want to say. No, and if you believe reports, Alundra, uh, yeah, she may have uh, enjoyed the... Uh, cocktails a little too much that night but <laughs> whatever her promo was a little slurry if you ask me the way she was yapping but either way Ted DiBiase right uh, I um I want to point out and I hate to break kayfabe here but uh, oh don't do it that stack was mostly paper if you look closely <laughs> <laughs> dang it I did not look closely <laughs> I saw a couple of hundreds in the back couple I, of hundreds in the front see uh Ted made the mistake of fanning it out oh and unfortunately they didn't Apparently, they didn't get prop money, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, that was probably Vince's $400 right there. <laughs> no, they can afford everything else, but not, not actually prop money. money. <laughs> no. Use the prop money and paper on the inside. But way to go, Ted DiBiase, 24-7 champion. Proud of you. Way to break kayfabe. I still picture Virgil walking around. Oh, man, that would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, you know, Virgil's got to work for that money. Oh, he's got all those autograph signs. Right, he's got to set up a table somewhere. He's probably at the Washington County Fair right now. <laughs> Not gonna say he's probably outside the arena in, in Tampa. Um, all right, we're just gonna move still. on. From that. <laughs> still, he's still there. <laughs> Three days later, where is everyone? All autographs, right. autographs, uh, autographs free. I'm Virgil. <laughs> Somebody walks by. You're former, Virgil, former just, million dollar man champion. Just punches him in the face. <laughs> right. All right. So Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles was up next. Um, if you remember, this was actually the Money in the Bank feud a few months oh, yeah, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, seems to have kind of been forgotten about. Really, though, this uh, meant nothing. It was all about DX and yeah. the OC. The whole night was pretty much just to bump up the legends, and there was really nothing of substance except for maybe the SummerSlam buildup. Yeah, I thought the next night actually was better with Dolph Ziggler taking out Michaels. Right. And I thought that, well, it was like, okay, and then Miz came to his defense. Like, that actually built to something. Right. 
So it's like, okay, now this story actually has a little pizzazz to it and a little heat to it versus this. The OGs stood up to the OC. Yeah. And then the OC just kind of walked away. This The story in the backstage here was apparently this was going to be for Ricochet. Yeah, I read that, but uh, poor guy is not feeling well. No, I think it was, um, what was it called, like an elbow or infected or something? Oh, yeah, an elbow infection. Infection, something. So that kind of sucks, but that again, does suck. that just shows that everybody is behind Ricochet right now. Yeah, so absolutely. Even if he didn't get the moment, I think that speaks more highly of him, and he will get that moment eventually. Yeah, absolutely. So we had, uh, yet again, another title change for the 24-7. We had uh, Drake Maverick defeated Ted DiBiase. And, uh, yep. It was inside the limo. At least we think he did. I, I mean, Maybe I he bought it back. Was Virgil the driver? or was? You never know. Who knows? I mean, Virgil could be anywhere. I'm still living in the kayfabe world, so I was wondering <laughs> where uh, Ted DiBiase's belt was and if he was going to hold two titles, a million dollars. Well, uh, from what I understand, the million-dollar title is actually in the archives. Oh, come on. Yeah, He's got to bring that out in his paper money. <laughs> but either way, Drake, I mean, he was going to consummate the marriage finally. Yep, he was so happy about it. Until? Uh, well, we will get to until, but he was excited at the... How many times has he won the title now? What is truth up to? I mean, oh, Ric Flair, watch your back. Those right? titles are... Yeah, we we got to be at least in the eights or nines. The eights or the nines. Um, up next, we had... Well, first we had Mick Foley and Mark Henry talking about... I don't know what. They had big beards. So yeah, right. Talking about shaving or something. Beards and yeah, beard men. I guess that's what Mark beard, Henry beard, was beard. there for. <laughs> and then uh, Mick Foley came out, yep. said nothing, just mentioned the 24-7 title and how he was going to win it and... You know, he wasn't going to chase after and anybody. Then, and then he was going to point to his favorite moment, and then... You know, this was very interesting because I'm watching this this little promo, and I'm like, dude, did you forget to put your teeth in? Like, <laughs> I, we all know he's got fake bottom teeth, but, like, he was kind of... Because his S's were a little thicker than they normally are. And, I'm surprised all of his teeth aren't, you know, well, you know what I mean, he's been through. Right. So, yeah, all of a sudden the lights kind of go out, and everything stops, and... You knew it was coming next. Yeah, I liked, um, there was two things I liked about this. Um, yeah. Earlier, I don't know if you saw it, but before they went to a commercial break, earlier in the show, the Fiend quick showed up. I did see that, yes. Okay, that quick happened, so it was like, he's coming at some point. One right. of these legends is getting it. Is getting it, and who better? Exactly. Yeah. Mick Foley loves putting guys over and doing the quote-unquote right thing for business, so it's not a surprise that he was one of the few that actually was thinking like, hey, how can I help a current guy? Right, right. Instead of, hey, just write me whatever and I'll do it. Yeah, I'm kind of curious of what your second thing is here. My second thing is, well, it's not really anything, but right when the lights started flickering, the crowd, I would say, besides uh, probably Stone Cold or uh, Hogan coming out, I thought it was pop of the night. Yeah. Right oh, yeah. away it was Oh my, yep, run, yep. Foley, run. run, Foley, run. And yep. I know I immediately, I do this every time something's about to happen. Like when the gong hits, I reach for the remote and I just turn the volume off. Oh, do you? Wow. That's what I do. I just go, oh, here we go. I so, usually I usually get to the edge of my seat and I'm like, oh, oh, oh yep. like, like a puppy dog. Like, what? Who? Huh? Bacon? You know? <laughs> <laughs> bacon? Bacon? But anyway, The Fiend came out. I really dug, I really, really dug the mandible claw. I think, I hope that he uses this going forward. Yeah, I wonder if this is almost like The Miz and uh, Ric Flair when yeah. he pretty much gave him the figure four. Exactly. And is this is he going to have the mandible claw? I hope so. I mean, it just plays into his character so well. Like, Bray Wyatt is killing it. Like, I am intrigued. At, like, I would tune in to Raw every week just to see Bray Wyatt. So far I have since he's come back and before. Yeah, I know for a while they've been uh, 
putting him in the uh, third hour. Right. So I wonder if that's been deliberate, obviously, to keep viewers uh, tuned in or not. But either way, I thought this was a great segment. I wrote in my column, excellent use of a legend. Yeah. That is how it's done. That's how it's done. And, it, it, I mean, it's just awesome to see this whole... Bray Wyatt's got a brilliant, brilliant mind. He comes from the family that is just legendary in the wrestling business. So to see him do well and succeed and tell these stories and tell them so well, it's awesome to watch. Yeah, and he will uh, have his big match at SummerSlam against Finn Balor. And I don't know, now we're going to find out how these matches are going to go. I think they're going to go great. I mean, when was the last Bray Wyatt match that you didn't like? I mean more of the presentation. Are the lights going to be dimmed? Is it going to be flashy? Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll it's going to be in the mask because he's the fiend. Yeah, I'm it's... thinking the mask is definitely going to stay on. Um, I think that when we when he gets into developing stories, I think when we see him off, like his promos are going to be off camera, and it's going to be the happy childhood child fun host or whatever. Firefly uh, fun host. Yes, thank you. The, the child <laughs> show, kids show host. Yes. You know, happy Bray Wyatt. And then when he gets to the ring, it's going to be Fiend and maybe not even speaking as Fiend. Just comes out, mask, death ensues, and he yeah, goes home. I would say he doesn't say a word as that. And I liked on SmackDown, I think it was, where, you know, it was all big, dark Fiend and all this. And right. then Firefly Funhouse came out, and he was all, hey, Finn, how's it going? Right, yeah. You know, and all this, and happy go lucky. I guess this is the uh, split personality. But, yeah, I, I'm all for the dark inside the arena, and then every time there's a video or even on Twitter, isn't he apologizing to people yes, or something? Yes, yeah, he's apologized to pretty much all of his old opponents thank <laughs> and thanking them for oh, showing him the way. <laughs> showing him the way. Wow. Well, that's very nice of him. Yeah. He's uh, turned over a new leaf. Yeah, right. Our new fiend. I'm sure he did. So up next, we had uh, Natalia on, what was this, A Moment of Bliss? I don't even know what this was. It was supposed to be uh, Becky Lynch on A Moment of Bliss, and then Natalia just kind of made her way out there. Yeah, so for my my column, 411mania.com, again, cheap plug, I wrote for the good, bad, and the ugly. This was one of the few segments I wrote, the ugly. And all I wrote was, all I wrote was, the ugly dash Natalia does anything. Oh, and, man. <laughs> you do not like her, huh? No, no, I love her. She follows me on Twitter. But exactly. anyway, <laughs> no, here's the thing. All right. Remember my column about Ronda Rousey and we miss her? Yeah. Becky Lynch went from main eventing WrestleMania right. to, okay, the Lacey Evans thing who hasn't been on TV. But anyways, right. okay, Lacey Evans, a newcomer. That's cool. Give her a nice spotlight. And actually, I thought for the most part, it was actually pretty good stuff, especially on the pay-per-views. Yeah, she definitely turned on the promo fire. And then uh, we get Natalia. I mean, if that's not a free fall, I don't know yeah, what is. Well, no, that's not Becky Lynch's fault. She didn't write it. But at the same no. time, I mean, we're going to Canada. But it goes hand in hand. Unfortunately, when you are main eventing that, you know, then it does it does fall on Becky because she's the one on TV, and now she's got to make a feud with Natalia to try to work. Well, I mean, time will tell. Maybe that obviously Natalia is trying to get a little edgier with her promos, which I think is not working. <laughs> no, she, she's not the best talker. I was gonna say the cadence speaking. She's got to kind of yeah. take a deep breath and let she the needs, insults settle in, and then get to the next one. Yeah, she needs to study some film. I think. I think it's the like longest run-on sentence ever. When she gives up. <laughs> right, right. But then again, you know, once they get in the ring, though, I think they're going to put on a classic. 
I'm sure it'll be great. I hope the crowd is really hot for this. I hope the Canada idea works. I think Owens right. will be over huge. I think that will oh, be definitely. fine. definitely. Owens I, is over huge anywhere. Yeah, I hope, though, he gets that extra bump for Canada. And I, I right. hope the same for Natalia, because if they come out and start booing Natalia and are just like, nope, we're not accepting her, Yeah. it could get bad. And I'm reminded of SummerSlam 2004. They tried the same with Edge right. as Intercontinental Champion. And he, and he got booed. That's right. He got booed. It which, was him, Angle, no, no, Angle no. was facing Guerrero that night. It was, it was Edge, oh, Batista, right. and Jericho in That's triple threat. Sorry, my fault. And it's funny because a year later, uh, Batista was main eventing WrestleMania. Yep. And Edge, well, he won Money in the Bank, but he ended up getting turned and heel because the crowd was just not accepting him after his broken neck. And right, right. He came back and it just wasn't working. And, in his hometown, and he gets booed. Yeah, as Intercontinental Champion, returning right. home, and. So I'm just worried if that'll be Natalia. Like Canada's just like, no, sorry, we're we're not buying into this. Well, we'll see. I mean, maybe the, you know, the Hart family carries a little bit. Yeah, or Bret Hart comes out and that could be. Yeah, I don't know. Get a little French speaking going on and after AEW and I don't know. But either way, um, well, the the real part maybe of, that would be a big pop. You know, he was on AEW, uh, now he's here and he's popping around. But it depends on him if he feels like moving around. Yeah, the uh, the big story for this is why this got the ugly. Is because we have, again, totally ignored the Alexa Bliss-Nikki Cross story. A month yeah. ago, that was the best thing going, and now, nothing. Where is it? Where yeah. is it? What happened? They just lost the title. Bliss should be steaming hot. She should be screaming at Nikki. You, right. you got pinned. You know, that was my chance to win the title back. And absolutely nothing. Instead, we get Natalia and Becky trying to cut a promo. Kind of reminiscent of Sasha and Bailey, huh? Oh, boy. More Sasha talk. <laughs> Well, she's been posting pictures. She's always posting pictures. See, the thing with this is Becky, I mean, I'm trying to think who has the better opponent for her. I mean, it'd right. be Sasha if possible. They could do something with Bailey, I guess, champion and versus champion, but she's no, locked up with Ember Moon. We've done that enough. And my other thing is if this rumor about Trish Stratus is true. Which I read, yeah. It's, yeah. I heard that. That was actually confirmed. And she's going to face Charlotte, who right. seemed to tease that on SmackDown. You know, again, so Trish couldn't face Becky. You know, mm-hmm. so I guess Charlotte, you know, it really is getting that, and Becky's getting Natalia. Or we get two Canadian, you know, you want to have a viable challenger for the title, so you need to have somebody that's on the roster, you know, yeah. full time. The thing with that, though, was would that mean Trish is going to beat Charlotte? Because I don't think we want Charlotte versus Becky part 4,000. Well, I mean, it's going to happen. You know, it's going to happen. If it's a one off, I'm picking Charlotte. If Trish is back for a little bit of a run, maybe. Right. I mean, I don't know. I don't think there's a all women's paper I don't, this year. I don't but. necessarily see Trish on the you know staying on for. I think this is a one off. I mean, kind of like Evolution was. Yeah, it feels like a one off. And again, even uh, Beth Phoenix is kind of out there. And I hate right. to say it, but you know, is would Nia Jax even be better for Becky at this She's point? She's not ready though. Oh my gosh, she's never been ready. Anyway. Wow! So up next we have the twenty four seven. Jeez, dude! Watch I'm sorry, is, Becky is not. She is. I don't know. The Seth Rollins is harsh tonight. Watchery is garbage. <laughs> I didn't. It's say been that. true all along. But seriously, Becky, the hottest thing going a few months ago, main event WrestleMania. Now we're dealing with the Natalia feud. Come on, now I'm not wrong. So, anyways, we got our truth in the end. 
Getting his title. Got it back. Back yep. from Drake. He got it back and got himself a bride. <laughs> <laughs> and he got himself a wife. Um, unfortunately, Drake- Not was, his wife, but he got one. <laughs> no, he got one. Unfortunately, Drake was left uh, staring at Carmella as Truth left the limo yep. and his girl and his title. So now is Carmella salty about this or does she get it? I think Carmella gets it. I'm not sure yeah. Drake gets it. I'm not sure Drake gets it. And poor Renee, have you seen her lately? Well, maybe Renee <laughs> will get it, but that's oh. a different story. But either way, um, here's my some marriage is getting consummated. Somebody's is. Here's the thing with um. This went wrong. Here's the thing with Drake. It always goes wrong. Here's the thing with Drake. Did you see his Twitter post after this? No, I ah, I kept forgetting. He to wrote. Check. He put like a missing poster. Oh yeah, I did see it. Yes, and Renee was in a small picture in the corner. It was like three months old, five pounds, and it was right, the title. Fifteen pounds. Yeah, yeah, and then in the corner was. Also, also missing. Also missing. <laughs> Poor Renee. Yeah. <clears throat> what are these two gonna do? Remember, uh, <laughs> we used to get these. I don't know if this happened everywhere, but I remember when I was a kid, we used to get these little mailings like every month, and it was Advo asks, "Have you seen me?" What? Yeah, it was like missing person, missing oh. kids thing, like uh, looking for missing. May remember kids. that. Get, I remember looking at them every month, and they, a new one would pop up, and I could just see Renee. <laughs> Have you seen me? And then a picture of the title. Or somebody's, uh, somebody has a carton of milk, and there's Renee's yeah. face on the side. But, yeah, the title covering her face. Poor though. Renee. I hope she's getting paid for all this. Oh, you know she is. Uh, at mean, least, Or Drake's getting a bump or something. Put her under contract. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe she's got some type of you know appearance deal worked out. I mean, she maybe she signed something. Uh, Pay per appearance. Right, or because she was on the, the May Young Classic. So yes. she has been a documented performer in the WWE stage. So maybe they just have her paperwork on file and be like, all right. Yeah, I, I hope check. it's uh, a little bit more than the, what is it, like the $500 minimum or whoever the locals that just show up to help. Is it 500 I don't know what it is, but I hope it's a little bit more than that. She's been great in this whole thing. I'm yeah. loving it. I'm hoping the guy that, I don't know if you're going to talk about this as we move along here, but I'm hoping the guy that got in the ring with Braun Strowman on uh, Monday. Yes, this is the next segment. Yeah, I'm hoping he got a little bit more than the minimum because this dude just got tossed around. Yeah, a part of me wants to say this was a shout out to James Ellsworth. It has to be something. Just I mean, that poor up. guy, he was not on the ground more than 10 seconds once Braun got in the ring. No, but he was probably in the air for about 10 seconds. Oh my seconds. god, I think the FAA probably had to die, had to give him a call sign. That dude was just tossed around. Alright, I'm going to go home tonight. I'm going to find this guy. I'm either going to get a comment or Raymond quote. Rowe. I mean, that you know, to, to his credit, I remember his name. He made that much of an impact on me, but oh my I'm God. I'm going to find this guy. I want an interview with him. But uh, the thing Oh, of, please. Please. The, let's get him in the lab. For Raymond Rowe, come to the lab. Exclusive. We want the lab. All right. So, Bring it. So, I can't really pay for your flight, but you just made, what, $500? You can get out here. The flight is from Braun. I'll, yeah. Have Braun throw you over here. I'll pick you up. From Tampa? I mean, he could do it. Oh, this poor guy. But anyways, yeah. I thought the funniest part of the whole match was Corey Graves. Did you catch him on commentary? I'm sure I did, but you'll have to remind me what specific. Well, what was the guy's name again? Raymond Rowe. <laughs> so <laughs> Corey Graves, of course, was just freaking out about the power <laughs> and kind of laughing and giggling about this poor guy. And then he's like, what's his name? Randy Rhodes? Yes. Oh, or I so did catch that. Yeah. And the announcers, everyone started laughing. Everybody just was cracking up. 
obviously a little <laughs> brandy roads a little line there but uh oh man yeah yeah so i'm sure everyone will want to talk about that but either way this poor guy i'm gonna look him up or whoever this <laughs> raymond Rowe. yeah <laughs> more talented than james ellsworth in one day if you ask hey me. he was entertaining he was certainly entertaining, but it's still more Braun doing nothing and kind of just doing what he's been doing the past three years. Right, know. basically. All right, so our big finale, it was finally time. You knew Hogan was coming out. You knew yep. Flair, Stone Cold, everybody, the big celebration, the beer they were bash. not giving Flair a live mic. No, and I noticed that right away. <laughs> I noticed that right away. It was like, yeah. he's not saying much. And uh, probably the best decision, honestly. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> probably. So either Space way. Space Mountain, baby. Space Mountain, still going. So uh, Stone Cold gave the big speech. <sighs> Apparently a big emotional weekend for him, meeting up yeah. with everyone, recording podcasts with Hogan. I'm, yeah. I'm not a big podcast guy. I don't really listen to any, but, but that might be a one to check out. That might be one, and I think he even said like, what did he say? Like we spent one day, and he's like, this is the best guy ever. Or yeah, something. yeah. He said, uh, I hung out with him all last night. We did a podcast all day yesterday, and he's like, this guy is the coolest sob. I think was his. Yeah, either way, it was cool just to, you know, when you read about all the other stuff, you know, about whatever their history is. Yeah. How often did two heads on Mount Rushmore actually turn and talk to each other? (laughs) You know, I mean. Hey, they're on my Mount Rushmore. They have to be. I mean, if you think about it, Hulk Hogan defined the 80s and into the early 90s. I think we talked about this. Yeah, absolutely. Even without us two... You know, anybody, they, they have to be on it. Absolutely. I mean, and Stone Cold saved the company. I mean, they were going to go out of business. That was the 80s and 90s, and I've said it before, but then I have Andre and then I have Cena. With those two, could you could it. probably debate. Yeah, there's definitely some arguments. I mean, it depends on, are, are we talking, like, who was the, because I would put Bruno on there. Bruno, Rock, Vince, yeah. Undertaker, Sean. I mean, you could probably keep going with, you know, a lot on of guys. On and on and on. On and on and on, which uh, Stone Cold even went on and on and, and on until on he and goes, uh, how much time do I got left? Right, right. <laughs> and started telling this great Gerald Briscoe story about doing whatever illegal stuff he did. Right. And then it kind of got cut off. They played his music. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, all right, good night, folks. Good night, yeah. Um, I was a little nervous because I saw Ric Flair. He had a beer in his hand. I'm oh, like, okay. oh, man. I think I saw it. Well, he had said he's started drinking a little, not as much, though. I'm hoping that he's he's got it dialed in where he knows what he can do because, I mean, that was really scary. I noticed that Scott Hall was not in the ring. Scott Hall, I think, doesn't he have a pacemaker or something? No, he's on a drug. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but basically, even if you smell alcohol, it can make you violently Well, he's Ill. got some other thing. I don't know if it's a pacemaker, but he's got something, so he's on the no bump. Yeah, so. he's definitely on the no bump, and he's uh, he didn't even want, and he even admitted, uh, he went on the X-Pac podcast uh, a couple of days after the Raw reunion and he was like, man, I, I didn't uh, have a couple with the boys because I can't just have a couple. So he knows he's got a problem. It's really refreshing to see him take the high road, you know, because he was in a real bad state. There. I don't know if you watched the, the DDP uh, yeah, resurrection I, of Jake That was Snake. years ago, right? Yeah, yeah, this was years ago. But basically DDP and Jake the Snake called him up, and the dude was ready to kill himself. I mean, he was in a sad, sad shape. So it's really nice to see him take the high road, get a control of his demons, at least for now, and uh, say, hey, I this is a bad scene for me, so I'm just going to yeah, check out. Unfortunately, you know, um, he does you know, say all the right things a lot, and then you do see the stories pop up. Right. So I wonder if just because it was public, Triple H was like, uh, be on your best behavior. That could be. Like I if mean, you're at home with your buddies and cameras are off, you know, whatever. But right, you know, and maybe that could be, and maybe that was a wake up call. Like you know, 
wow, I, I was really that bad and I need to be talked to like that? I mean, yeah. But he was. You know, that's the scary part is he was. And He looked that, horrible. I think, what was it, the indie show where he, like, stumbled out and, like, two guys were, like, holding him to come he out or something? He came out in a wheelchair. And There was one show where he came out in a wheelchair. And they still, like, wheeled him out. There's, like, at what point, like, you know. Yeah, what, like, time do, what point do you tell him to stop? <laughs> or tell the promoter, like, um, he's not going out there. But they were, like, wheeling him out there right, to right. say hi to the fans and... That did yeah, nobody any good. That was good. sad. But it's good to see him back. It's good to see him upright and yeah. walking. And it was nice to see him have the intelligence to take that high road and be like, you know, not my scene. I don't do well in this scene, so I'm just going to check out. He did his He did his point. He was out there. We all saw him. Yep. It's nice to see him. And I'm glad to see that he's taken the high road. Yeah, I was glad to see a lot of guys. And, yes, Scott Hall got his Hall of Fame induction. All the, the Jake, yeah, Jake Snake Roberts, DDP. So... That obviously had a happy ending there. And uh, this was the show that JR declined. Right. And yep. he mentioned today the reason he declined, even though Tony Khan said, if you want to do it, do it. By all means, go for it. And he right. pretty much just said, like, what kind of message would that send to the locker room? Right. You know, if I went and did it, it'd be like, oh, so you're still taking a payday from the evil empire. Like, and yeah, now you're exactly. going to come and talk about how we're the best talent in the world. So looking at it that way, I do understand it. And, you know, RVD even said he's only an impact for quote-unquote business reasons. It makes sense. In other words, they're paying him. <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he it, says, it was nice to see JR kind of have a little bit of integrity with that. I mean, to you, if you put everything into an organization, you can't jump over to the other side and say, well, these were the best. Yeah. It's like, well, I As mean, he was just on Raw a week earlier. Yeah. Right. I think, though, obviously the difference is JR's probably getting maybe a million at least high six figures rvd you know probably not not <laughs> <laughs> so that would be the uh reason there but overall what did you think of raw reunion obviously it's best viewership of the year so that right. little trick worked there was a little bump today for the conference call so they could say hey look we just got our highest yeah. viewer we're turning it around yeah it was fun i had a, it was a good time and the show was definitely memorable i dvr'd it because uh we had the little kitten things that we had to do so there was a point where I had to pause it but it was nice and I was excited to get back to it um I had a great time watching it now uh, what we were talking about last week they really didn't do much to sell us on next week so no the uh the, how okay it was nice to see the big bump but now what happens when you see the sharp decline what's that gonna say yeah, to investors you it, do great for this one second and yeah. then, boom, gone yeah it'll go down obviously we all understand right. that it'll go back down hopefully it doesn't go down too much and, I mean, I guess they've announced Brock, but, you know, at that point, I don't know what he's going to do. He has yeah, the universe. my feelings on that. Yeah, we're not going to talk too much about that. But, yeah, that was my <laughs> disappointment of the night because I actually wrote a positive review. I'm I'm sure a lot of people. You? I, <laughs> WWE, 50 reasons to love him? What do you, <laughs> no. But, anyways, I'm sure a lot of people hated the nostalgia and the legends and everything about it. But for a one-off, I thought, okay, it was a lot of fun. The yeah, 24-7 stuff was cool. A lot of... Uh, Unfamiliar faces. Sid apparently uh, canceled. Big yeah. surprise there. He uh, yeah. tends to do that a lot. So. I mean, it's Sid. That's Sid. He it, can't move like he did. You ever see his leg go the other way? That was oh, oh WCW. God, that was bad. That was bad. And um, if we're just talking about the show, yeah. it was a good show. Yeah, the show fun. itself was good. Entertaining. It was very cool. I actually liked Stone Cold that his promo was real. How he said, "I didn't know right. what to say," so I asked the coach. And by the way, the coach was there. Always good yeah. to see him. I always like him. It was nice to see him out there, of course, doing what he does and interrupting everybody. So I like that Stone Cold. I mean, there was a little, uh, <laughs> right. So I like that he was kind of off the cuff and, you know, it just made it feel more real. It was Stone Cold, you it know. It was Stone Cold. And yeah, he's got the USA Network show coming up. So 
I'm sure everybody will check that out. But as yeah, it's mutually beneficial. Yeah, yeah. And as the uh, unfortunately the negative, they didn't do much for next week. They didn't even. I mean, SummerSlam got minimal hype. Right, right. And if Trish was gonna return, I mean, they could have, I guess, done the Charlotte thing. Monday night, but here was a bigger point I made in my column again for 11mania.com. Uh, they they ran a SmackDown live event Monday, and they do this some weeks. Right. You know, and Reigns wasn't there. So, I mean, who was even at this show? I didn't even bother to look up the results. Obviously, attendance wasn't good. They just need to stop with the SmackDown house shows, well, yeah. live events on Monday nights. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you it's would much pointless. rather tune in TV. I think I saw a picture of the the live event and yeah, it, it couldn't was have been dismal. Good. It was dismal. There was maybe a front row, maybe. <laughs> I'm serious. Was there a second row? <laughs> there, I think it only maybe went like four rows deep before it started just like petering out. It, it, it no, was, there, there's no way that's a good idea it anymore. Can, it can't be profitable. It's got to take more to set that all up than it would be that you're bringing in. Yeah, I would wonder almost if those are paid shows, then it's a flat fee versus what they draw. But right. Either way, I don't like it either way. They could draw a million people, honestly. I don't care how many people are in the stadium. It's yeah. just not a good idea, especially with the wild card rule. Yeah. If half your SmackDown guys are on Raw, seriously, who is there? And at this point, the people that do go kind of should be aware, like, oh, well, this show's probably not going to be that good. Right. And then, you know, what does that say to the talent? Oh, you're not good enough to be on TV this week? Like, yeah, you're at a Dumpville. Yeah. I was going to say a state, but I feel like I'd be insulting the state. But you know what I mean? You can insult Illinois all you want. Whoa. Actually, I was going to say Wisconsin. But Illinois, anyway. Illinois is pure garbage. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying anything. I had to drive that that entire state from the very northernmost border to the tiny little chunk of land where one side is Missouri, the other side is Tennessee. But you've been in Illinois for eight hours and you're still. I've been in Missouri. I hate <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Illinois and Brock Lesnar. All right, now we know it gets to you. So. Yeah, now think of those two, like, if Brock Lesnar moved to Illinois. Oh, gosh. We could just tank the whole state and be done with it. Wow. All right. I mean, they got the Bears, really? Chicago Bears. Hey, football season's coming up, actually. Go Pack and the Bears. Hey, they caught Mike Daniels, though, the Packers. That was a surprising yeah. move, but we're not going to talk about We're uh, diehards. Yeah, we're not going to talk about football. So, closing thoughts, good show? I loved it. I thought it was a great show, but like I said, uh, not much to keep me going. I mean, I'm a diehard fan, so of course I'm going to tune in just to see what's going to happen. But um, they really didn't get the casual viewer anything to look forward to for next week. So No, absolutely not. Nostalgia was great, but, you know, what are we doing now? Yeah, it's a year-round company. You're not a one-night, you know. Exactly. You know, the, the beat goes on, as they say. Yep. And they do go on. Unfortunately for me, though, I forgot. Well, I didn't forget, but either way, this topic was from a few days ago. I think this was mostly about the, uh, I think it was about the long women's match last week on Raw, not the reunion show, the one right. before that. And um, I got this question on Twitter. And it was just kind of like, it was just more about fans versus hecklers. Yeah. And it's from Cable Guy Chris, so shout out there. Um, what are your thoughts? Um, can fans say slash do whatever they want? I mean, the ROH thing just recently happened. Right. Is that guy <clears throat> in the right, regardless of what he said? I mean, to get spit on and then taken backstage? Yeah. I mean, where's the line? I, it's hard to, because you pay your money, so you you are a paying customer and have a right to, you know, voice your opinion, obviously. Um, it's when they, 
I think when they talk about the match, it's fine. Like, even if it is, you know, this is boring or this is awful, at least they're commenting that they're paying attention. It's when they start chanting other people's names or just the random stuff. Or, you know, what really gets me is the beach ball after WrestleMania. It's like these guys are putting their bodies on the line to entertain you. The least you could do is watch. I mean, why did you pay for a ticket if you're not going to watch the match? So... To me, I, I think, you know, freedom of speech and all that, you have a right to voice your opinion. I think that personally there's a line of respect that should be adhered to, and I think a lot of people cross that, and I'm not going to defend those guys one iota. You Obviously you have to respect somebody as a human being. So calling them names and whatnot, you got to understand it's entertainment. They're putting on a character. So if you're, you know, attacking them personally or whatever, that's obviously crossing the line. Yeah, a lot of this goes back to actually a sign. I think I saw this week in the crowd. I don't know if you saw it or not. Possibly. But it, it, I've seen it before at events, but it the, the sign was held up, and the sign just said, the person behind me can't see. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. And I mean, again, freedom of speech, fan can do, paid his money, but you're just doing that to be a jerk. Right. I mean, why couldn't you hold the sign in front of you? It's going to be seen. Yeah, hold it in front of your own face. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's going to be seen, obviously. Or, you know, hold the sign up with your name on it or hold your name up with your favorite person or even your least favorite. Say he sucks. Yeah. I but, saw a sign once in the audience that said, Watry is garbage. Oh, I see that every day. <laughs> but the thing about it is, like, you're, you're doing that for one purpose. Right. And it's the same when you show up at an event. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I mean, this always happens if you're wearing you know, an AEW shirt or wearing a sign and then you show up in the front row and then you get upset when security says, can you, can you, yeah, you either flip it inside out or they give you a shirt to wear. I mean, you got a free shirt out of the deal. I mean, and then people go, oh, freedom of speech. Like, oh, you're, you're doing it for one reason. Right. You're you trying why, to get noticed and you're taking yeah. attention away from the actual product. You know why you're doing it. And then you get upset <clears> and <throat> mention all these rules and laws, which actually right. are not true because if you look at your ticket and Yep, you listen, are subject to all yeah, of that. Yeah. And there was a thing even at Summerfest with Nintendo. And it was like, if you go in here, it was like a room and there were cameras and there's this right. really cool setup. And it just said, you know, if you enter, your you are your face and likeness can be right, used. Yeah, right. by entering this, you can. And even at raw tapings, they have that posted all over the front door. They have it by everywhere. By entering the premises, you give consent for your likeness to be used. And then they give a pre-recorded <clears throat> message about it. If basically, I mean, it's a big long spiel they give, but it's basically if you're an idiot, then you're the idiot. You right. Know, exactly. Don't then turn around and say because you're at a, a private event. They yeah. they're running the show. Yep. They paid to be there. I mean, you don't go to a Big Bang Theory and like boo while they're trying to film. Yeah, you'd get kicked out. And then get upset when you get kicked out. Oh, come <laughs> right. on, I'm just at the show. Like, So there is that fine line. I'm fine with the you know character, you suck and all that. I don't know about the whole boring and all this crap, but I don't know. I think they can express how they feel. Yeah. My, uh, we talked about this off air, but my thing was always, you know, turn your back and silence. Right. I mean, that that would speak volumes. If, yeah. If, like, the crowd went flat, I mean, obviously then they need to change something about the match. Yeah, nothing is worse than an empty crowd or even a silent crowd during right. a big match. And it's very, you know, it's very telling. And if the crowd's chanting Roman sucks or yeah. whatever, it's like, okay, at least there's an atmosphere to the match somewhat. Right. <laughs> I remember I remember seeing one thing, and I think I tweeted to Cena, who obviously did not read it or didn't care. But there was a point where he was, like, top of the—he was probably champion for the 14th or 15th time, <laughs> having these matches every night on Monday. And the crowd is going nuts, you know. Let's go Cena. Cena sucks. And I thought to myself, whether they're saying let's go— 
or sucks, there's one constant. Yes. And that is they're saying his name. You know, and the same thing with Roman and all that. So, I mean, if they're chiming in like that, obviously they're paying attention to what you're doing. Whether they like you or hate you, they're watching you. Yeah, you know? and, and actually every time they did the Let's Go Cena, Cena sucks chance, regardless of who was in the ring, I always thought that was disrespectful to the, the other opponent because they didn't even get a name in this. Right. Everything was about <laughs> Cena. Everything was about Cena. But then I think it was, I could be wrong about this, but it was either CM Punk or AJ Styles when they had their match at whatever SummerSlam it was. Again, they've... Cena's fought both at SummerSlam, but right. it was um, Let's Go Cena, and then instead of Cena sucks. That was AJ, I think. It was AJ Styles, and yeah. then for CM Punk. So, you know, you can voice your displeasure for someone, but you can also take that energy and then give it to the other guy. One of the loudest crowds I can ever remember was that Money in the Bank in Chicago. Yes. CM Punk and John Cena, just the Yeah, that energy. was... I, I was uh, thinking about that the other day because I, I always just kind of, you know, like, oh, I got an hour, I'll watch a match or something. Right, yeah. And that was my match of the year, 2011. I thought it was great. And we always talk about goosebumps. Right. Like when you get, like, chills, like this yeah. is such a great moment. I did not get them for that uh, ending or the entrance or anything. I got them from start to finish. I yeah. had, like, 45 minutes of me just sitting there in goosebumps because of the build and everything around it. And obviously the atmosphere with the crowd. Now you go back and watch that or even Rock and Hogan. Now imagine the backs of everyone, you know, turned and complete silence. Right. Yeah. Completely different. And that would be them saying, we don't want this match. This sucks and everything. But obviously they didn't. They loved every second of it and it showed. So I think the women, you know, if I'm being honest, no, I didn't enjoy the women's match on Raw two weeks ago. And if you notice this week, women didn't get a whole lot of time. They really didn't. Yeah. So they took notice. And uh, unfortunately for them, but... I don't know. There's a way to do it and then a way not to do it. I mean, it, it, use it to get better, you know? If, yes. If they're not liking your match, then put on a better match. Right. And even if uh, Bliss, I think it was, did tweet disrespectful or whatever, yeah. you know what? She's smart enough to be like, okay, what went wrong? Right, right. You know, obviously, you know, she felt disrespected, but then she's like, well, why? And, you know, look at the film. Yeah, and I mean, if I'm being honest, I could tell you why. <clears throat> it was because it was Naomi, Carmella, and Natalia in there. Well... <laughs> For facing Becky Lynch, who honestly, (laughs) Bliss probably could have been facing Becky Lynch. Yeah. I mean, that would have made the most sense. So if we're being honest, that's probably why. It was like... SummerSlam. Like, why wouldn't... uh, I don't know. Yeah. Or even Nikki Cross. I mean, you know... (laughs) Nikki and Becky could have done something. But that's my reason for probably why the crowd... should be writers. Uh, no, <laughs> some say I'm still not a writer, but I'm just saying that, you know, that's probably why I don't necessarily have to do with match, but when you see yeah. those three and then bliss and it's like, wow, this is for SummerSlam. There's no way. Right. So either way, that's a little topic to think about, but we just mentioned him. CM Punk. Yes. CM Punk, your man. Well, he's, uh, adamantly stating he will, it's nothing AEW related. He's just there because it's in Chicago. And, and he does one uh, signing a year, one meet and greet. Yep. I mean, kudos to him. I paid to see him, but I'm not driving down to Chicago. I'm sure the payday is worth, you know, just doing one a year. Oh, absolutely. You could probably live off it. But the title, I'm going to plug here, ESPN.com. Go check it out. Uh, the future is filled with everything but wrestling for CM Punk. That makes sense. That's the title. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes sense. He He's adamantly refusing to do anything wrestling related. So. Not a whole lot of wiggle room on that one. Yeah. And I think the question and answer thing for this article, because there's a lot of article and then inside is like an interview if you go to it and read it. And, you know, they obviously talk about other stuff and everything, but, you know, I think it's like six or seven questions. The guy, 
doesn't ask if you're returning, but asks it in a way. And then right. every time he tries to like sidestep it, they go right back. <laughs> they to go the, right back to it. And yeah. then it's like, are you sick of being asked this? And then right. it's like, do you understand why you're being asked this? <laughs> it's like, do you get though that you will be asked this? And it just kind of kept going to it. And he, you know, he pretty much says, no, I'm not. And then he even, I, I thought took a little shot at AEW. He wrote, um, here's a little quote here. He says, I know they talk about me a lot. Right. He says, if I text Matt Jackson, <laughs> hey, have a great show tonight, which I did with their big show in Vegas, right. that somehow turns into Tony Khan telling people he has a great yeah, relationship in, yeah, with me. Yeah, we're in me. contact with him. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if he I te- If I text Cody Rhodes, you know, something like that, and I say, hey, yeah, this or whatever, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in contact with CM Punk forever. Yeah, we, we just talked. We're, yeah, we're we just buds. texted last yeah. night. <laughs> yeah, we're totally in cahoots. So to me, I don't know, that... that I don't know. That seemed a little, I don't want to say dirty, but if right. that's what it is and the young bucks are saying, yeah, we talk, we're great. I mean, if it's a text saying good luck with your show, I mean, I don't want to say that they're lying that they have a good relationship, but. I think they're maybe. Stretching the truth. <laughs> stretching it just a little bit because they know that it's going to be noted in all the IWC forums. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand that they want to keep name dropping them and all that and. And uh, here's the other uh, quote I was going to read. They do videos where they talk about me. They're constantly talking about me in the media. Yeah. And again, maybe this sounds like I'm badgering them, but I'm not. It's just something that happens. I'm a popular guy to talk about. I'm not doing interviews talking about them. Right. So In in an interview, talking about them. Then it says if people, (laughs) (laughs) which this guy also keeps bringing up, but it says if people ask me about it, I say no. I won't be there. He's saying he will not be there. Yeah. Well, I mean... If he's hiding it, he's doing a very good job of hiding it. And I think the, uh, so now this is going to be the fourth question. I think he'll show up in a mask. <laughs> Again. He literally follows that answer up with, just to be completely clear, there's nothing imminent. <laughs> so he just keeps asking it. Right. And, I mean, I'm sure they kind of went over the questions a little bit. But uh, the next part I was going to say here was um, this is where it seemed almost insulting because, again, they ask, was an offer made? So, again, right. they keep keep going to it. And he says, it was texted through three people and an offer came through in text. This was like a month ago, maybe. Yeah. And he just says there's a general offer. And then he says texting offers isn't really a way to do good business. Right. He'd rather. I mean, obviously, you want to approach him in person. And then he says, I've always said if somebody wants to do business with me, they can come and talk to me. And even after he walked out, you know, and then I think Triple H texted him or something a few yeah. months later. Right. He even said, you know, just, you know, give me a call. We can talk. Like that even tells me that he honestly probably would have returned. Maybe. If they sue things over after a few months, but then, you know, obviously the wedding day stuff, so. Yeah. Um, what did you. You know, if, if CM Punk needs a place to hang out, <laughs> yeah, the lab is always open. What did you uh, take from this interview? Is it he's not going to be there, or is this <sighs> just he's going to be in town, and that offer, there'll be another offer, and then he will show up? So he can always say, I, I didn't lie, but then you know, they made another off. Right. I, it, it's, hard to, it's hard to place this guy sometimes because you kind of want to see him return, but at the same time, he's kind of like, are, are we, you can't really tell. He's that good of, of, of a character actor <laughs> that you just can't really tell. I do believe him about the UFC part. He says every time he sees the number, he he thinks in his head, oh, this is it. I'm cut. Yeah, right. So I do believe that part. I think he obviously knows at this point he is done, which is why one of my bold predictions of the year was he'd return to wrestling. But um, 
I don't know. I'm. Well, uh, he did wear a mask. <laughs> I've been getting some uh, DMs on Twitter about this, about punk, because uh, I'm guessing I'm being asked because of my little stuff about him training in Milwaukee. Right. Um, all I keep going to is um, a quote I was given from his, uh, you know, somebody close to him, and it was just basically I've said this before in columns, so nothing new here, but. Um, he will consider himself a failure at life if he ever returns to WWE. And that's as strong as you can get. But That the, is, yeah. But that's completely strong. That's something like on the gravestone. A failure at life if he ever returns to WWE. Now, of course, that's WWE. Right, not He wrestling. never said, I'll never have a match again and all this. So uh, the interview ends, of course, <laughs> with, by the end of 2020, will CM Punk be involved with pro wrestling in any way? Do you know what he said? What did he say? He said, I doubt it. <sighs> then the interviewer said, but it's possible. <laughs> so again, this interviewer just doesn't just move. doesn't give it up. And then he says, anything is possible. And then he kind of goes on this long rant about people telling him what he should do. Right. And then how you know, he's going to do what he does. He's a different kind of animal, all this stuff. If the scenario fits, if he wants to do it, if it's something that he's enjoying, you know, why not? Do what makes you happy. If he's just honestly not loving it, don't be mad at the guy for not doing it. Yeah, and that was you know? something he actually had mentioned in the interview about, um, you know, UFC. Like, if it's not fun anymore, if he's just if he's not going to get a fight and all this stuff, you know, is he going to keep doing it? Right. Which I don't think he will, but I guess you never say never with him. And I guess we will then wait and wait and wait to and wait. see what he figures out. But speaking of AEW, TNT. October 2nd, we have con- confirmation. Finally, confirmation. Liftoff. You are right. We have liftoff. TNT, I thought the, I think it was like a two-minute promo video on Twitter. I thought that was great. Yeah. Don't know if you saw it, but it was excellent. Obviously, they showed all the high-flying, all the cool stuff. And then, yes, they showed Jericho. You want to show the familiar faces. Of course. Awesome Kong. They showed all that stuff. And then, you know, it was just Elite and all this stuff. And then TNT coming this fall. I thought it was a very well-done promo. I think it's excellent. Wednesday Night Fits. I think they said the only... Only show they won't have, I think Christmas Day or something, will be preempted, which is fine. Obviously, it's a I holiday. Mean, yeah, it's a holiday. Why, so, there shouldn't be anybody working on Christmas. No, they shouldn't be doing Or it. holiday of your choice. Check your local I, listings. <laughs> right. I would always say um, they could air um, whatever pay-per-view there is all out. I mean, Why not? It'd be a few months old. So yeah. I think people that paid for it would be- Air of, taping, yeah. Yeah, they'd be okay with that, I think. Or uh, the other idea, I think the cruise is after, but I saw another idea that the cruise, they could air the cruise because mm-hmm. I'm sure go. somebody's recording it somewhere. Got to be. I mean, there's got to be film of that somewhere. <clears throat> but this kind of leads into uh, what I thought was the biggest news from the uh, conference call. Okay. So WWE did their usual financial crap. We don't need to bore you with the numbers. Right, right. But um, – he mentioned uh, perceived competitor AEW. Right. So, in other words, he's saying, well, other people think it is, but, you know, it's perceived that they're... Well, he's never going to let on that anything frightens him. No, and I don't think AEW should, honestly. Not not now, at least, but, you know, down the road. But anyways, um, so his big quote was that he can't see TNT tolerating the... Uh, blood and guts for too long. Right. I mean, obviously when you're on a big cable network, you got to think about the sponsors, people paying for their commercials to be on that. Some of them might not want to be associated with, you know, cuts to the forehead and 
angry chair <laughs> shots and unprotected a, a blood stained ring. Yeah, and a whole lot of other stuff. I think even uh, was it one of the matches a guy was in tax and barefoot or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Or I know uh, what's it, Joey 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 Janella. Yeah, I know they kind of do some ridiculous stuff. Yeah, he and, had uh, uh, at uh, Double or Nothing. He had a, a cigarette like stuck to his forehead. Oh yeah, like, in the battle royal, right? Yeah, in the battle royal, and I I thought that was stupid. Whoa! Sorry, I'll I'll blur I'll blurt that one out. That'll be blurted out. I think it's at the hour something. I try not mark. to say that. No, but uh, the I think the guy's name is uh, is it Jimmy Havoc? Is he another? Yeah, guy? yeah, yeah. He's another guy. I just blood don't, and guts kind of guy. I just don't know how TNT is gonna react to that. I mean, for all we know, they could have given the green light and say. Do your thing, but do whatever you do. If it crosses a line, we'll let you know. Right, right. Like USA did with DX back in the day. Yeah, where uh, Pillman's got a gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was nuts. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, the other part of it was Vince saying he uh, can't be in the weeds. So uh, does this mean XFL is really going to take his focus? Uh, I think it's a little bit of that. I think he might be kind of understanding that the the product is, you know, definitely needs some fresh air uh, imbibed into it so maybe he's like just letting some other people have a little way with it and hoping that it turns out for the best he can always pull the reins back whenever he wants he yeah. owns the place yeah i like how um it's uh yeah that he's gonna take a step back and kind of watch the macro more than the micro right and then the very same day we have a story about him arriving at four <laughs> o'clock and rewriting and rewriting Smack- the whole show <laughs> and rewriting smackdown because he didn't like the show yeah well is that a Bischoff first day on the job? Welcome to the team. You're not in charge. <laughs> I don't know. We don't know what Bischoff is doing. <laughs> he's Yeah, we still don't know what he's doing. Yeah. That feels to me like a little bit of a message. Vince walked in and was like, oh, how's everything? Right, right. Rips it up in front of him and was like, nope. So that's what that took to me. Um, we have one last topic here. We're trying to rush through this a little bit, but we have one last topic, and this was something uh, the WWE Network might be uh, on some uh, – tiers uh some different pay levels yeah so there's going to be a free one right a current one 9.99 and then the vip which will be i think it's 12.99 or 14.99 whatever it is okay so if you had any ideas or anything of how how would this like how would you do it i think that they're going about it in a decent way i, I like that they keep the the price that we've always been paying as one of the tiers which i think is is smart because who wants to pay more for getting the same thing yeah um i think it it'd be a depending on what they have coming to the vip i know that they have other promotions and stuff like that but i could definitely see it as like a way for other promotions to uh showcase their stuff yeah so i was thinking about this of like how would you do each one like for instance what would the free what would the current so here's what i came up with and you can feel free to steal this if you want so this was just me kind of spitballing a little bit in my head so in my mind the free the free tier would just be the live stream okay Okay. so whatever's on at whatever hour of the day yeah whatever they're airing old pay-per-views ride along whatever right but for pay-per-views, it would cut out. It would show something else for that three hours or okay. four hours. Yeah. Same with the takeovers. I mean, they could just air whatever they wanted, but not for that. That you don't get. The nine ninety nine one, you get what you're already getting. Right. Okay. So nobody's getting screwed over. Nobody's right. feeling like they got you know bummed out on anything. For VIP, here's where it gets interesting. For VIP, excuse me. For the for the VIP portion of the network. Here's my idea. So you're going to get everything you already got, right? Okay. So everything we're already paying for, $9.99. Right. But 
then you're going to get Evolve. Then you're going to get, I think, Shimmer is one of the uh, women promotions they want to work with. Okay. And then you're going to get a Smackville. And whether... Like a live special every so yeah, often? Yeah, Smackville is this right. Saturday. It's yeah. whatever. But, you know, then you're going to get all that stuff. So that's what my idea is for VIP. So everything you're already getting, but now all these little specials, or even like the Japan one, if you remember a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beasts from the East or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That one, then you would get that. You'd get the Evolve. And if they want to bring back Stone Cold Podcast, this time right. without Dean Ambrose ruining it, <laughs> anything like that, yeah. then then that's part of the VIP. And then I'm trying to think, like, if you could get anything else. I don't know what else you could get. Um, I A T-shirt when you order? Yeah, maybe. Something <laughs> like, like the that. old pay-per-views? Championship belt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Right. No, I think I think you're onto something there. I, I, I think, uh, you know, the more you pay, the more you get. I mean, there's already so much. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot. I just think that extra two or three bucks, you know, I think getting the other promotions right. would be worth would that. Would definitely be worth it. And then they could air, you know, the live specials whenever. Right. They could split the costs and do all that fun stuff. And I think they'd probably make their money back. And again, they'd keep the su- subscribers already. It's not like people would drop off. You're already paying what you're paying. Right. So nothing would really so change there. Yeah. And then the free one, I think, would just like basically be an app. Like you just, oh, what's on right now? And then yeah, you exactly. Just turn something, it on. Something to kill time with. But I almost still feel that might be giving away too much because they probably would air some good stuff at some point during the day. Right. But none of that is PS3 compatible, is it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Are you, are you still bitter about that? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Apparently, they sent an email out about changes coming. Are you still I, watching on your phone? Yeah, I got it. Oh, come only, on. That's the only thing I got, man. So the real question of all this is, are you watching Smackville? Oh, it's on my phone, so <laughs> I might. I might. I, th- I think we're getting, uh, I think it's Balor versus Nakamura. Ooh. And then it's Joe, Kofi, and Dolph. You think Fiend will show up? I doubt it. And then I think we're getting a Elias Concert. Those are the three advertised. <laughs> That's why we're tuning in for Smackville. Yeah. I mean, I might if I'm bored. <laughs> if you're bored honestly right now i do not plan on watching it i'm it's something like i can watch you know a different Anytime. time yeah, yeah. I, I mean there's not gonna be a title change or right anything like that but hey if the fiend shows you up say it no there won't be if the fiend shows up you heard it here first folks <laughs> they've heard a lot of things here first <laughs> if the fiend shows or not if the fiend shows up though I'd almost have the Fiend versus a title change. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be interesting and intriguing, and it'd be cool to see. Especially because if the title change, that would mean Kofi's screwed or Nakamura loses it right back to Finn Balor. And I don't oh, think. Oh, and then Fiend takes it. Oh, Ooh. I don't know. Would you want that? Nakamura just started his run. <laughs> no, I would not. Actually, I think Nakamura should hang on to it for a little while. I think he should also. Um, any closing thoughts on the network tiers or anything in general before we duck out of here? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I think we pretty much covered it. We had a fun show on Monday. Um, I hope that they can keep the momentum going, although I don't know how they can. But it'll be interesting to see. And, you know, let's get some SummerSlam build. Let's get excited for this already. Yeah, let's get some SummerSlam build, which kind of leads me to next week. I'm already thinking a podcast. We Should we do a SummerSlam list or something, SummerSlam? Yeah, yeah. Well, it, why don't we ask the listeners? I think Give it's time. Give us a SummerSlam topic. Something to count down. I think it's time for a return of All five of, of you. All five. <laughs> and didn't you say Morocco? <laughs> One in Morocco? There's one in Morocco, but there's a ton more. Well, how about how about the Morocco guy? 
Dude, uh, Morocco, give us, whoever give us a you are. SummerSlam list. <laughs> Five of you. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't show me numbers. No, it is a million times more than a five. million. What? That's, that's why it's so weird that Morocco is one. <laughs> well, I mean, they so, are a fantastic. Right, it's not millions, but it's thousands. But the, the, that's why it's so funny <laughs> is that it's one in Morocco, and there's another. There's a, there's another place too that's just one, and then I you hope see it's like Vietnam or like <laughs> Myanmar. Or we go over there and like we're just huge in Morocco. What was my reason. what was the tweet? Uh, U.S. is the main one, and then it's U.K., then it's Australia, and then I think it's Japan actually. Oh really? And then yeah, then you see random pinpoints we where there's do a tour where there's literally one, and it's just it was so funny. It's Morocco and somewhere else too. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look now. I, I need to find out who it is. But either way, you should get. You should see if your your employers can uh, uh, get a tour going. <laughs> Might be fun. A tour, by the way. Apparently, I think we talked about this last week, but they're gonna do like a Lex Express to promote. I SmackDown. saw that. I saw that. This they're, is reminiscent of the '90s, man. They're gonna drive around promoting SmackDown. Right. If you had to pick, who would? Who's the driver? Lex Luger. <laughs> I don't think Luger's driving a bus well, around. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, it's the Lex Express. <laughs> well, the SmackDown, the Smackdown Express. Lay down the SmackDown. I don't know who the heck you have driving. Is it Roman Reigns? Is he going to go on a national tour? It's probably going to be The Miz, but he's not I mean, not they're already on, on tour, if you think yeah, about it. They, that, they're everywhere. Actually, that is true. So it's just basically one guy gets a bus for a week. <laughs> Pretty sure CM Punk has a bus. Yeah, he did. Oh, boy. Yep. All right, so I'm gonna we're gonna close this out here. I'm gonna give my usual plugs. You can follow me on Twitter at Justin Watchery. Lots of good stuff always on there. 411mania.com where you can find all my amazing columns. You can listen to this podcast, 411 Foresight Wrestling Podcast, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course YouTube. All those amazing sites. Steve, what do you got? Hey, we have The Resonant Complex. Our debut album, North Avenue, is available everywhere digital music is sold. Um yeah, that's it. <laughs> that is it, and you're going to listen to The Resident Complex in three, two, one. Do you ever look around and hate what you see? Or maybe it's time for a little and